Hello, church. Hello. <laughs> so, when Paul asked me, because Paul asked me to do this, I think it was at the beginning of the year, and I said yes, and it wasn't for this day, it was for another day. And I was praying, and I felt nervous, and I said, oh, Lord, there's a blockage. I, I, can't, I can't hear anything. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to give. And it was by the Friday now, and I'm thinking, I, I've, I've still got nothing. Right? What am I going to do? But I didn't want to just give anything. I wanted it to be spirit-led, spirit-felt. And then um, I was sick. So I couldn't do that Sunday. So I didn't end up doing it. And I, I, don't, I don't know if that, I don't even know what that was. I'm not going to say it was the enemy. I'm not going to say it was an act of God. I'm just going to say it just didn't happen. And I kind of thought I got away with it. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything more. I just carried on. I went about it. And then Paul came to me again and he said, Oh, remember, you're going to give a word. And I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, what about the 29th? And I said, yeah. <laughs> Reluctantly, I'm saying yeah, but I said yes. But instantly again, it's like the fear came back again. Like, on my days, I have to give a word. I need to hear. I'm not going to hear. I even mentioned something to Mary. I said, Mary, I don't think I'm going to hear. Mary's like, well, you fast for the week. Like, you're here. I'm thinking, yeah, okay. And Tuesday, Tuesday evening, I was in my room and I was worshiping and I was praying. And I said, "Holy Spirit, please fill me, Lord. I, I, I need to give a word. I need it to come from you. I don't want to, because I had an idea with something, but I didn't want it to be of a carnal thought." And He gave me Mark seven, and I started to read. And I was like, oh, defilement. I was like, mm, that's, that's a topic, you know? Like of all topics you give me, you gave me that. And I said, well, be then I will be, because it didn't come from me. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to read now from Mark 7. And I'm going to read from Mark 7 to Mark 7 to 24, basically. And it reads as follows. Then the Pharisees and some of the scribes came together to him, having come from Jerusalem. Now, when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is, with unwashed hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands in a special way, holding the traditions of the elders. When they come from the market, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other things which they have received and held and hold, like the washing of cups, pictures, copper vessels, couches, then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? 
he answered and said to them, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honour me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandment of man. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the traditions of man, the washing of pitchers and cups, and many other such things you do. He said to them, All too well you reject the commandments of God, that you may keep your traditions. For Moses says, Honour your father and your mother, and he who curses his father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, If a man says to his father or mother, Whatever profits you might have received from me is Corbin. That is a gift of God. Then you no longer let him do anything for his father and his mother, making the word of God non-effective through your traditions, which you, which you have handed down, and many such things you do. When he called all the, mul the multitude to him, he said to them, Hear me, everyone, and understand, there is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile him. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered a house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. He said to them, Are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside cannot defile him? Because it does not enter his heart, but his stomach, and it is eliminated, thus purifying all foods. And he said, What comes out of a man? What comes out of a man that defiles a man? For from within, out of the heart of man, proceeds evil thoughts, adultery, fornication, murder, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lawlessness, an evil eye, blasphemy pride, foolishness, all these things come from within and defile a man. So I was thinking to myself, when I read the, the, just the first part, it's, as it says, it reads, as we just read, the verse talks about being defiled from the way the disciples were eating bread with unclean hands due to the traditions held by the Pharisees and the Jews of the elders. But just in that passage alone, the word what stood out was fault, special way, traditions. Then I looked into it and I said fault, the meaning, wrong, guilty, offence, special way, unique, unusual, uncommon, traditions, belief, Transmission, passed down, onto generation to generation. So purely because of their belief mechanism and what's been passed down, they have said in their minds that these people were defiled. But God had something else to say as we just read in the passage. Because of those words, they were condemning the disciples, or that's what they believed. Purely because based, 
purely based because they saw this as an odd, as an odd thing based on their traditions. But in Galatians 1.11, it states, <coughs> bear with me as I find it. Now, this passage is basically uh, Paul speaking, which he's speaking about there's only one gospel. So, just to give you the context of it, basically. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my father's conduct, conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure, and tried to destroy it, and I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my father. So, we see there again, so yeah, we see there again, Paul is saying, he's speaking um, according Paul the speaker is firstly saying the gospel he speaks is not according to man, neither from man it is taught, but was given by revelation of the Holy Spirit. But the Pharisees and the Jews were taught were taught by whom man. It was not given by the Holy Spirit. And yes, it came from Moses and Moses heard from God but now when Paul speaking Christ is here so and Christ left and then left us with the Holy Spirit so this is now New Testament with basically God so what they was holding on to was something old they wasn't into the now and into the new just trying to find myself And what he basically says as well is that he was um, persecuting the church, yeah, beyond measure, and trying to destroy it. But remember, when he was doing this, he hadn't received Christ yet. He was still living in the Judaism doctrine. Yeah, because he had not he had not received Christ yet. Two things what stood out to me, he had not received Christ yet as his Lord and Saviour, and also he was following his father's traditions. You can see by holding on to old behaviours, beliefs, transmissions, can cause you to sin, defy yourself by not receiving or not being able to receive revelation. If we go back to Mark 7, verse 14 to 16 it says we had called all the multitude to him he said to them hear me everyone and understand there is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him but the things which come out of him those are the things that defile a man if anyone has ears let him listen. 
And basically, this was the Pharisees and the Pharisees, yeah, the Pharisees and 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 the Jews. This was their problem because they were still holding on to the old law, basically. And um, even even in the Galatians, what I was just stating. This, was, this all happened when Paul was in Judaism and was one of the best of its understanding. So what, yeah, was one of the best understanding. So he believed, but still, he didn't have the revelation of God, basically. So, so what I would like each and every one of us, including myself, is to ask ourselves, what is our Judaism in our lives today? What is it that we are holding on to and keeping us back and keeping us in old traditions? When we are blessed enough to have the Spirit of God in us to show us which way to go or how to do a thing, but because of what we have in our hearts have caused us to speak a thing or to do a thing or even by what we have seen, we've held it in our hearts and maybe not even known that we have that in our heart. So we're actually causing ourselves to say something out loud was manifested in the heart and caused us to defile ourselves. But glory be to God that we have God that we can now turn to the spirit of God and ask for forgiveness, which at that time they didn't have that because they didn't receive that revelation yet. Yeah, which basically then showed me that people in general have beliefs mechanism within them, like I just said, that can defile them. And it basically, the, the things that can defile are in the scripture that we just read as it clearly states, where it reads from verse 20, it comes out of a man that, that defiles a man for... From, with, from within, out of the heart of man, proceeds evil thoughts, adultery, fornication, theft, covenantness, wickedness, deceit, lawlessness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile a man. But it's also in Matthew as well, which said to me, God's clearly trying to indicate something to us, like he's repeating it again it's coming through again so he's trying to help us protect ourselves from ourselves but not only from ourselves but from doctoring that we need to have the spirit of discernment to know how to discern a thing or a situation and to be mindful of what we allow our eyes to see and our ears to hear because it can then reach the heart so and in Matthew 1518 where it is I just want to read it but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart 
and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witnesses, blasphemy. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. So there are, so he's clearly these two verses interlinked with one another. And we need to do the, the same with everyday life. Some things we may not be used to because of tradition, so we say, oh, that's not of God, or oh, this and that. But no, really, God's interchangeable. His word doesn't change, but how he may do a specific thing may change. He may do it one day in worship. He may do it one day in somebody giving that person a word, but still he's still delivering that person out of that thing or that situation. So let us not be stuck in the mindset of old and always know that God can always do a new thing and we must be open to that new thing. So then I said to myself, okay, Lord, right, you're telling us how we can, but um, how do we then, like, protect ourselves sort of thing? How do we, okay, you're telling me how we can define ourselves, but how can we protect ourselves? also basically and in Galatians 5.1 he says for, free, for freedom Christ has set us free stand firm therefore and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery meaning do not turn back on the former things the, the old traditions the old beliefs but more step into the New Testament what we have and um also, it says in Romans 6 to 14, if I could just find it, I've marked it somewhere. For, shit, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law but under grace <clears throat> what then shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace certainly not do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey you are that you are that one's slave whom you obey whether of sin waver of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness but God be thanks that through you were slaves of sin yet you obey from the heart that from forms of doctrine to which you were delivered so he's basically showing us again that we've been delivered from these things right and he's also showing us that through his righteousness, we are saved. So, um, yeah, that's basically it. It's short and it's sweet, but um, you can always go back to it and read it over yourself again, go before God with it, ask God about it, um, because he may give you another revelation, another side, another twist to it as well, which builds and creates the body even stronger do you see what I mean and for me I just 
I thank, I thank God for this that he gave it to me because I was reading it and I was like, yeah, Lord, there's some things of old that I've got in my heart. So I was like, well, firstly, this message is for me because you gave it to me. So the message is for me. And now I'm going to share the messages in that what you gave to me. And if it resonates with somebody or it sits in someone's heart and you feel like that could possibly relate to you, take it before God. Because we have his grace, as he said. And we are no longer under the old law. We have a new covenant that he's given to us. So, yeah, with that, I'd just like Mary to play a song. And then I'll pray at the end of it. <laughs>